hold on to me as we go As we roll down this unfamiliar road And although this wave is stringing us along Just know you're not alone Cause I'm gonna make this place your Good morning, Hamilton. This is Rob Golfie with Remax Escarpment, the Golfie team. Welcome to the Hamilton Real Estate Show with Rick Zamprin and Phil Golfie. Yeah, good morning once again, guys. So lots to talk about today. We have uh, the latest stats from the Realtors Association of Hamilton Burlington that we're going to get to in regards to uh, December. We have a unique story out of Toronto where a landlord has barely raised the rent of his unit uh, that he's rented out uh, for the last 30 plus years. Uh, we'll also talk about uh, one change that you should make to your home this year. Of course, as always, go online to find the latest, greatest listings and all sorts of awesome information, real estate related. That website is robgolfi.com, Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. Call them anytime, buying or selling, 905-575-7700. That's 905-575-7700. Remember, Golfi gets it sold. They're all over social media. Check them out on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And if you haven't done so already, download the Hamilton Real Estate Show podcast wherever you get your favorite podcasts. And and we're not done yet. If you have a topic suggestion or you have a question for the Golfie team, you can send us an email, questions at robgolfie.com. Again, that email address, questions at robgolfie.com. It is a new year, 2020. Amazingly, first show of 2020. Here. Wow. It's uh, 2020. Yeah, first show. It's. Uh the, weather, the weather's decent. I love the weather. You guys went away over the holidays. <laughs> yeah, you look yeah. a little uh, tan. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, we went uh, away uh, between Christmas and New Year's. Uh, nice. Uh, big family vacation. Um, it was uh, it was great. Uh, you know, just nice, relaxing. It's nice to get away after One, a busy yes, year, right? Yeah. yeah. One would think that during that time, nobody is really buying or selling homes. And But? But <laughs> here I am in yeah. St. Martin sitting up in my hotel room. You know, br- doing you know, a deal on my laptop, negotiating offers and wow. doing deals, and you know, in between. Was there no one in the, the office that could take your That's workload? The life of it's, a realtor. Yeah, it's, it just doesn't stop. But it's you know, the- busy is good, and especially in real estate. Now, is that was that a case of you not wanting to relinquish this That's deal? Exactly what it okay. is. Okay, it's, it's it. I you know. So you wanted the commission. I always have this <laughs> rule: money that, hungry, yeah. freaking people. Money. I hungry. always have this rule that when I'm on vacation, <laughs> yeah. my clients will not know any difference whether I'm at home or on vacation. That's and, and yeah. I have That's my, a good sign. You know, yeah. I have my phone on me. You know, as if I was at home, and I answer every call, every single text, and yeah. every single email as if I was home, and that's just a commitment to the to the job or and and. and you know, every every client has a goal and they don't care what you're doing, right? You know, if, if you know, their goal is to get their house sold. And sure, yeah. if you're going to, you know, hop around on vacations, well, they're going to go find someone else to sell it. So at, at the end of the day, whether you're in the Caribbean or in Europe or at the cottage or at the grocery store, you're working for them, right? Yeah. And, and I mean, we're, you know, it's the day and age where you have the ability to be connected 24-7. If somebody's not answering you, they're just flat out ignoring you. Yeah. And that's the reality of the situation, right? We're on, you know, multiple different social media platforms, email, text, call. Yep. It's it's insane what, you know. Skype. You know, yeah, I, I mean, I was in Europe. And uh, I remember uh, years ago, and I, I'm on the phone, and they're and we're they're six hours ahead. So if they're calling, 
at uh, uh, nine o'clock at night. <laughs> You're it, like it's in the middle of the day. wee hours of the morning, and I yeah. answer it like it was like I'm there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so how we, difficult is one, that to do, though? It's because you're not in front of the person you're used to it so like like i you know this was you know as you hop into it you kind of commit to doing that like it's kind of like hey this is the situation right, this is yeah. you know you're you're committed to doing it so it's just the reality of the situation right and and it's not like realtors have vacation pay it's not like we get you know four <laughs> weeks vacation eight sick yeah, days work that into your four personal days right and it's it's hey listen if you know when you sell a house you get paid and if away you don't you go you yeah we were we were in san diego in middle of the night, we had a property for sale that caught on fire. Wow. River? Do you remember this one? Back here at home? Yeah, yeah, on Gage Street. Really? Yeah. So we get a call in the middle of the night. Oh, wow. From the, from, from from the, the fire department. Yeah. They say yeah, from the fire department. Your sign's on the building. And the and building's the, on fire. Yeah. How did we get a hold of the owner? <laughs> and wow. they're asking for the owner's contact information. Really? That's a hilarious <laughs> and story. And you're, you know. Well, we don't know if it's a prank call so or. We don't, it's yeah. Like, we're like, yeah, right. Listen, this guy's house is burning. <laughs> so we had to call our client and say, listen, the fire department's trying to get a hold of you. Yeah. You're, cow. you're building yeah. that, you know, we're trying to sell. Yeah. That, you know, what, as, what, what, uh, what caused the fire? Do you know? It was an electrical fire. It was, really? it was, it, it, it was it, a multi-residential. It had commercial yeah. on the bottom. It was empty, I think, at the time. And then, and yeah. then uh, residential units on top and, and uh, the fire started in the residential area. Holy cow. Yeah. yeah. Bad oh. electrician. Bad, uh, bad electrician job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They hired their brother-in-law. Oh, that, no. That was an electrician. That's a no-go. Yeah. Uh, let's get to the uh, Realtors Association of Hamilton Burlington uh, statistics for December. Uh, the local real estate board reporting that 585 sales uh, were recorded uh, through MLS in December of 2019. Uh, that is up 3.9% over December of 2018. However, down from both November and October of this year, and the average price of residential properties increased by 7.6% from December of 2018 to $581,000 and change. So up from December, December, but down from November and October. So a bit of a slowdown in terms yeah, of the yeah, fall the market, last right? quarter was yeah. uh, kind of winding down. So it um, so it, not surprising, really. No, it, it isn't. It just every year is different. Like we have some years where our December's are like rocking, and we're do we had a great month, and then and then other years it's just December is a tough one to gauge. It, it a very tough. And tough surprisingly, month. it's been a, it's been a fairly mild December. Right. And, and yeah. there's a couple of years where, you know, we'll say, you know, it's the weather, right? It's too cold. Nobody's going out and looking at, at properties. Right. But, but that wasn't really the case. No, not at all. It's, no. It was a mild December. We, we got hit with that storm at the beginning of no, or, or end of November. End of November that, yeah. yeah. And then and then through December, we, you know, not too much snow on the ground. It's been, you know, relatively easy to go out and view homes. And, yeah. and but we just, you know, we weren't getting the sale numbers that, that we expected. Interesting. Uh, let's get to some of the uh, neighborhoods in and around uh, the city. And we'll start in Ancaster with the average price of a home. Uh, it's funny to think, 10 years ago was just under $400,000, $399,000 in 2010. So so the numbers that you're looking at yep. here, that's based on the... F- this is the everything? whole year. The whole year. The whole year. Yeah. Every year. And then the other numbers we're looking at here on page three yep. are the actual December numbers. Okay. Yes. So, so I'm going to talk about 2010 compared to 2019. So yes. in 2010 in Ancaster, 300, almost $400,000. 2019, 772. Yeah. You can't like, even get a, a townhouse jump. today for 400000 almost. Yeah. Can you imagine Ancaster? 399 was the average sale price. 
That's in 2010. That's only in 2010. That's only 10 that's not years that, ago. Yeah. Like that's, that's 10 years ago. Yeah. That's like it's not that long ago. That's incredible. That's almost doubled. Yeah. In 10 years. Well, remember I told you the the double factor. We got the chart. Yeah. We're almost <laughs> yeah. there. We're, We're almost, almost there. We're almost there. Yeah. In, in the 2020. Yeah. I think we'll be past that. that we'll be more than double. Yeah. yeah. We'll more be than double. And then during that 10 year period, we had some highs and lows. Like we had a 2017 where we skyrocketed, and then yeah. down. Down uh, halfway through uh, the end of 2017, so 2018 was a little bit of uh, st- was still moving along, but not as not as much as 2017. Yeah, yeah. 2017, where you know everything went crazy, seven hundred seventy-two thousand dollars, which is what it is today. Uh, but last year or 2018, um, seven hundred thirty-eight thousand. So did a bit of a dip in 2018, but back up to what it was in 2017. In 2019, it's up to seven hundred seventy-two thousand yeah. average sale price. And in December, in Ancaster. Uh, up again, you know, 24 homes were sold in December of 2018, 31 last month. So things are looking up in Ancaster. Yeah, no, Ancaster, yes. It's going to be rocking. It's always rocking. Dundas, uh, 10 years ago, again, man, if I had the money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 10 years ago in Dundas, $319,000 was the average sale price. 2019, $615,000, an increase of almost three hundred grand. Incredible. It's almost That's doubled. phenomenal. Almost doubled. In uh, December, a bit of a flat month uh, from December to December in Dundas, 16 sales in that month in 2018, 18 sales in 2019. So it's kind of peaked or plateaued again. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's maxed out. It, uh, small communities, when they don't sell that much, it's, it's kind of hard. Yeah. Yeah. You can't, it's hard to make a living in uh, – uh, there's a lot of realtors in Dundas, and it's tough. They, f- they battle out there for, really? the, uh, for the business. Uh, Hamilton East. So we'll start with the December stats in Hamilton East. Uh, actually identical. 52 sales in Hamilton East in December of 2018. 52 in 2019, the average sale price year over year escalating from 374,000 to 421. Yep. But over the 10 years, uh, $412,000 the average sale price in 2019. In 2010, it was 176,000. Wow. dollars Can you I, get a home in Hamilton for 176? I, I think this will be the biggest jump Hamilton East will see out in comparison to all the other. That's pretty massive. Hamilton East markets and Central and and Central because that's I more think. than double. I think this is this is going to be one of the hottest markets. Hamilton East in, yeah. uh, of of this year uh, of the of the ten, yeah. uh, oh of this year this, of this year, year. Yeah. 2020 2020 in terms, of a, in, in terms of a percentage jump yeah. I think Hamilton East will have the highest percentage increase in sale price wow. this year mark this date on your calendars Phil <laughs> Golfie yeah. prediction Nostradamus with the prediction of the I year I mean the prediction here's the thing about the predictions if you're if you're wrong it just goes by a wayside but we, if you're right we won't mention the guy it. that made the prediction wants that <laughs> dug up and replayed and replayed we'll yeah. start using it as our uh, Hamilton Hamilton real estate show ad which you, you guys go. can loop we should do one live and then one pre-recorded. <laughs> just and make then, a bunch of different predictions yeah. and, and just and then say, play the right this ones. This is what the golfies said. <laughs> yeah. Let's roll back. They were play. right. Uh, I think this is just Hamilton overall, this uh, next uh, slide that no, we have. No, this one here is uh, Hamilton Central. Hamilton Central, okay. Hamilton Central is this next one here. So 10 years ago, the average price was $241,000. Now... Uh, 501, so more than doubled more than again doubled. for Hamilton Center. And yeah. uh, December to December, down a little bit, 2018, 72 sales compared to 63 last month. Uh, and the average sale price also down, 2018 to 2019, 371 to 368. Um, but overall, over the year, $501,000 for Hamilton Central. Hamilton Central surpassing even Hamilton East. Like it's That's like, pretty phenomenal. Yeah, so there's some nice... Uh, like it's building up really well. That's a, that's a, that's pretty good. 
Uh, let's go to Hamilton West. We've got a, another minute left in this segment. Uh, Ten years ago, the average price of home was $267,000. Uh, in 2019, that went to five hundred and three thousand dollars so almost a doubling again and december to december 27 sales in 2018 34 last month the average price in december also climbing in 2018 uh, $534,000 to 2019's level of 543,000 so up 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 and when we come back we'll continue to get into uh, the different neighborhoods in and around town we'll also get to a great story out of toronto where a landlord has raised his rent minimally over the last couple of decades. That and more still to come here on the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. Welcome back. This is the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin in studio today with Rob Golfie and Phil Golfie. Uh, they are sales representatives with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfie team. 905-575-7700 is the phone number to call. Rob Golfie is uh, the website, robgolfie.com, more accurately is the website. That's robgolfi.com. Check him out on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and download the Hamilton Real Estate Show podcast wherever you get your favorite podcasts. We've been going through some of the neighborhood or area numbers in the uh, Realtors Association of Hamilton Burlington area. Uh, a lot of um, uh, arrows pointing up, and that is also uh, inclusive of Stony Creek. Where 10 years ago in Stony Creek, the average price of a home was $285,000 in 2019. Five hundred fifty-nine thousand. This is Lower Stony Creek. This is Lower this is Stony, Lower Stony think, Creek. Yeah, this one here. The past ten years, I only printed out the Lower Stony Creek. Okay, but wow. it's almost. Still. It's almost. It, by th- we'll find out in two thousand twenty this year, and it, it'll hit the double mark pretty well. It. Uh, it's almost there. It's almost there. Wow. Yeah. So it. Um, yeah, they've done Lower Stony Creek's done very well. That that's been a hot market in uh, in Lower Stony Creek uh, for a long time. Uh, you, and, and, it, and it's and it's growing and growing, especially on the north side of the uh, the Queen Elizabeth Way, with all yeah. the uh, uh, GTA buyers coming in and moving in that on that uh, area. I think, and you guys can talk to the more uh, of this uh, than I, but you know the allure of that all day go is massive, right? There, there's going to be a new Go Station on Centennial Parkway. Yeah, all oh, day yeah. go. One day, hopefully, will be reality down there. Uh, absolutely. The, uh, the we've been talking about for yeah. Years, we, right? we, yeah. I right. think I think <laughs> when, we, when we started the show. What two years? ago? Yeah, it was like supposed three, to be coming. Almost three, almost three. more than three years. Like ago. Yeah. I feel like we've been. You know what I mean? Oh, it's coming. It's coming. And, oh, here's another yeah. article. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. All day go. We're, we're you know still what I mean? waiting, and we're still. <laughs> and, and the infrastructure isn't even there yet. Like it's yeah. it's yeah. like the sign. You know, it's just the signs. Like they have signs coming soon. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's well, they're trying. You know what? It's all money, politics and everything else. Yeah. It's, I think we're tough. closer today than we've ever yeah. been. Yeah. And I think and I think when it does hit, it's going to be so big in demand that they should have done it like five years earlier, yeah. but they, they're always behind. Yeah, I think they'll ultimately really yeah. realize that, uh, wow, we missed the boat here for I think they just got to be sure that the market is there. And I, and I, you know what I mean? Like the St. Catharines, they're trying to use that as a market sample size of, as to people using the all day go, but mm. there's not enough trains that support everybody's daily commute, sure, right? Yeah. Like, like the, the, the times are, are a little bit off and, and right. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like who wants it, to get it, to work and, an hour earlier and, than and they're they need not, to. And, and, and I know they're not getting the numbers, but I think until you actually do 
an all-day go. It allows somebody to, to alter and change their lifestyle to be able to support, support it. And that's when you'll start, you know, seeing the numbers. Like, like they're, you know, what I'm going to say is they're just dipping their toe, mm-hmm. right? If you want to get a true sample size on the market that, that it's going to support, you got to, you got to, you got to do it all day. Yeah. And, and then, and then hopefully from St. Catharines, I know from Burlington, they have those express trains that make half the amount of stops and you yeah. can get to Union within like 35, 40 minutes from, yeah. from the Burlington go. But if you can imagine from St. Catharines, if they, you know, made an express train oh, yeah. that went and, and you're able to get to union within an hour like like those are the That'd things that that are going to help and support this situation but if you're just going to you know dip your toe in and 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 not really go after that people market <laughs> yeah you know it, it's, yeah, it's difficult yeah. yeah yeah uh stony creek by the way december to december 55 sales in 2018 66 in 2019 and the average sale price in december also rising from 524,000 to 539 niagara falls where 10 years ago, you could have got a home for $205,000. There's somebody from Niagara Falls going to sell their home right now. Golf against it sold. $431,000, the average sale price in 2019. So well more than doubled. 205 to 431. That's an impressive yeah. jump. Oh, yeah. It's uh, it's crazy. This, uh, and it's, and, there's, and it, the, the banks are still seeing that there's going to be increases that, uh 2020. So it's just like, going to continue. You look at these numbers and, and, and you start to relate and you, you think back. It's like... You know, I'm not sure that house is too expensive, or, or you know what I mean. And you're negotiating over three or four grand, and, and you're not, you know, you're not getting into the market. And, and you just look at a ten year period. Look like, at where like it this was. This is a great sample size. The last ten years, it's yeah. not. Well, you know, you're not looking at data from, you know, sixty years yeah. ago. Like this is this is what we just lived through over the last ten years, and it's gone up hand over fist. Like, you know, anybody who looks at this chart said we, we would want to say, you know, what I'm going to go buy five houses in Niagara Definitely. Falls. Definitely. But, <laughs> but in 2030, it's going to be worth 850000 exactly. or 900000 yeah. but, but 10 right? years ago, 10 years ago, we were looking at homes and saying, wow, that's, that's, they're expensive. Right. But now we're looking 10 years back and they, they were and, cheap. And they're cheap considered cheap Because it's all relative. Yeah. But back then, when you're living 10 years ago, right. you're looking at these properties and saying, oh, I don't know if I will. You know, you're negotiating you're on a property that's $200,000. Yeah. Oh, they want two ten. Who cares? Pay the two ten. Yeah. Ten years from now, you're going to double your money. Double it. Like, you know, but it's just, that's how the, the market's going. I think what the biggest thing is, even 10 years ago, I think most listeners who are tuning into this right now might be thinking, you know, how different was my life uh, career-wise and how much I made 10 years ago compared to today. Some might say it's it's it, entirely different. Others might say, eh, I'm making about the same. Well, 10 years ago, if you were making, well, minimum wage, what was it 10 years ago? 10, uh, 10, 10 11, 11 bucks yeah, an something hour? like that. So you get a, a, two people each making 10, 11 bucks an hour. You buy a house for $200,000. Mm-hmm. They would be able to afford a $200,000 house. Yeah. Today, Minimum yeah, if wage. you're both making fourteen dollars, fifteen dollars. So, so if you have two people, two household people making uh, fifteen or or sixteen dollars an hour, can they afford a four hundred fifty, five hundred thousand yeah. dollar house? I don't Impossible. know. That's tough. It's uh, but t- but ten years ago, I think it was more manageable than it is yeah. today. Agreed. And, and you would have the equity in the home after yeah, ten. That's years. right. Yeah. Uh, St. Catharines, uh, the average price ten years ago two hundred eight thousand dollars in twenty nineteen four hundred twenty nine thousand. So Again, very similar more than to Niagara Falls yes, definitely. in terms of a, a price point. I think St. Catharines has a lot more higher-end properties yes. than Niagara Falls. No, Niagara Falls has got when a fair amount. That, has though, a few. Surprise, but they don't sell that often. They, people well, yeah, live there forever. The too, right? like, yeah. These are houses sold, right? Yeah. Yeah. There might be houses no, in St. Catharines that are worth a lot more. Yeah. But it's interesting to note that St. Catharines, the average price is four twenty nine. Niagara Falls, four thirty one. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it's not that far off. Yeah. 
I would have yeah. thought it would have been a little bit. Reversed. I thought yeah. St. Catharines would have been, been a little bit higher, especially yeah. in terms of an average price point. But, but you know sure. what it is? It, what it is is what's driving the market up there is the, uh, the everybody moving towards the Niagara area. Yeah. Like um, you, you get all these uh, GTA buyers going to Niagara Falls now, St. Catharines, and Welland. They're affordable. They're selling their million, $1.5 million mm-hmm. house, which could be just a regular three-bedroom bungalow with a garage. Yeah. And they're coming down here. They're getting a brand-new house. And they're and they're spending maybe four hundred five hundred thousand for a beautiful you know bungalow out here. Of those retirees, those who are looking to Niagara, and I remember you having the sentence, uh, you know, you keep driving until you could afford it, right? Which is you know a, a reality for many people. But if you're a retiree and you have the choice of St. Catharines or Niagara Falls, are they opting for Niagara Falls? Just because um, they're not you know, commuting it anymore. Depends what's what depend depends what's coming up in whatever development. I I think. Niagara Falls, people recognize Niagara Falls just because of the fact um, everybody's been there because of the tourist tourist attraction. So they're a little more familiar with the area. Um, St. Catharines, people seem to drive by it it instead of going into it. But uh, if you're moving to St. Catharines, you want to move in on the north side of the Queen Elizabeth Way. That's the area. That's the, that's where everybody wants. Hmm. Uh, on, and then on the south side of the Queenie is more the older section. Uh, but uh, depending on uh, a lot of the GTA buyers are moving into newer homes. So if there's a subdivision that's going up, and the, and the thing is in Niagara Falls and Chippewa, Chippewa is just an outskirt of uh, Niagara Falls, there's a lot of land there, and a lot of developers have bought land and started building there. So that's where a lot of the buyers are going from the GTA. Like hmm. The buyers are, are being attracted to that in Niagara Falls. But uh, Welland has also got a lot of land. A lot of GTA buyers are going that way. A lot of them, some of them love it, some of them don't, you know, because it's off the beaten it's path. Kind of middle nowhere. Yeah. yeah, it's not not like on the, the the Queen Elizabeth corridor. So speaking of Wellens, ten years ago the average price one hundred seventy seven thousand dollars. Last year three hundred seventy two. So not the jumps that we've seen in Niagara Falls. Or no, Saint no, it, it's kind of like the. Uh, um, you know, I don't know. How would you explain it? It's just like, okay, let's go to Welland. You know, we, don't, we, <laughs> we, we, we thought we were going to get more in GTA on our house sale. Right. I don't know. But it's just, it's not the first choice. It's the last choice it's the last in the Niagara area. Yeah. It's, it's the, the last most choice. affordable choice. That's there a you good go. Line. That's a way to put it. It's it's a way to sell it, Phil. There you yeah. go. There's that university <laughs> education coming in to all two, that money I spent for his university. Two, two other things I want to point to. Number one, Hamilton Mountain. In December, uh, 84 homes were sold in December of 2018, 99 in 2019, and the average price in December rising from $486,000 in December of 2018 to $528,000 last month. And in Burlington, a bit of a dip sales-wise, 124 to one. Two year over year in December, but the average sale price going up and uh, in a big way $714,000 in December of 2018, $802,000 in 2019. That's pretty phenomenal. That's Yeah, it's great. The number one community to live in Canada. Yeah, Isn't Burlington. Burlington. Yeah, it is yeah. number one. To what magazine? Was it Money Sense? No. Money Sense. Was it yes, Money Sense? That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Sometimes the memory works, sometimes it doesn't. There you go. <laughs> that's right. You're oh, still good. Al- You're still good. We also had the uh, historical charts for uh, the last several decades. Right up to 1955. Yeah. And basically, uh, I remember doing this last, was it February last year that we did it? And you basically hit the nail on the head yeah. in terms of the ultimate we average like $300 sale price. off. 350 some odd dollars yeah. away. See that? I like how you say we when it was Rob. Yeah. Yeah, that was me, Phil. <laughs> that yeah. was his university Don't take education. Any credit from what I've done. Yeah. <laughs> but basically, over the years, houses have doubled in price 
basically within a decade That's or, right. or a little bit. And the only decade that they didn't double was from 1990 to 2000. And that, that was, was recession related. That was early that was a four or five year recession yeah. uh, from 1990 to 94, 95 and housing prices started climbing slowly but but that is the only decade in the last what 70 years yeah. that house prices didn't go up. So here's a question for you. We've heard about we just mentioned the word recession. How big of an impact is it on people who are expecting that to come to say, you know what, if a recession hits, housing prices might be stagnated, I'm going to wait, and then that's when I'll buy. You know what? Uh, I know it's a dangerous game because as you wait, the prices keep going up. That's right. They keep going up, and and you know what? Our economy and the way the world runs today is totally different than it did 25 years ago, 30 years ago, 40 and 50 years ago. it, it, especially in Canada, United States, we are getting more immigrants coming into this country. Yeah, um, yeah there'll be levels where there's there there is uh, adjustments. Now, in two thousand, at the end of two thousand eight, beginning of two thousand nine, we had a, an adjustment, mm-hmm. very little. It, the world w- uh, did go through a, 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 a mild recession. It was like nine months, right? Those are normal recessions. Uh, recessions that last for four years—that's not normal. Uh, Japan is going is gone through a twenty year. Uh, I'm not going to say recession, but they're losing people from yeah, that the population country. Is going down. The population is going down. So basically, developers are not going to be building houses when there's a lot of resales available. There, there's no market for that. Yeah. And uh, so they've been going through a, a long recession. We're in the building stages of this country still. We're not in the in the the downgrade. People aren't moving Canada because we're in a in a bad bad country. Right. So I think that we will have small adjustments uh, like we did in 2008 for Canada. And if we do, it's just a little blip. And then back, we're back on track and, and we're rocking and rolling uh, again. So if there is a recession, if you call that, um, it's, it's going to be very mild. Right. And, and, but I'm, I'm telling you, if you own real estate, so what? You, you own it, you hang on to it an extra year longer, yeah. and then you're going to make your money back. Right. A story out of Toronto where a landlord has only raised the rent by $100 since the 80s. This sounds amazing Mm -hmm. if you're one of the tenants. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it is. It it, it is. And I do the same thing. I've got two tenants in this building right now that uh, one is paying $1,100 and the other one's paying $900. And I haven't I haven't raised the rent in five years. Wow. Yeah. And you know what? They pay me on time all the time. No headaches. Nothing. Um, it, it's it, it's perfect. It's They're, a win win because it, you don't it, have to it, worry, it is, it is and, a, and they don't have to worry, right? It is a win win. Now you don't do that if you own uh, apartment buildings because that can affect the price of you selling the price of that apartment building if you want to sell it down the road. Okay. But if it's like single-family home, duplexes, triplexes, you can you can work with that a little bit. You know what I mean? Because um, sometimes the new, the new owner that's buying it will end up you know, saying, listen, I need this unit empty to, to move into or whatever. So, mm-hmm. so you can re- reestablish a new rent uh, role for that, that unit. But Here's but, what I'm going to say. When you raise your rent, even though it's only by 1.23% or 1.4%, that tenant is taking it personally every single time. Yeah, and there's no, if, there's no way around it. And, and, and it's minuscule, but it's, it's, it's not enough that it, it, the tenant's taking it personally. It's not worth to, you know, to ruin a, a good relationship mm-hmm. to get an extra 8 bucks or 10 bucks a That's month. Right. And, yeah. and, That's and, right. And it's not worth it. Having a good tenant, uh, if you are a landlord and having a good tenant is worth 
thousands of dollars yep. every single day of the week. I would say, you know, th- through our current process with the landlord tenant board and having a tenant not paying and, and going through that, that you know, the, the proper steps to whether it's an eviction or end of tenancy or whatever, I would say between your loss of rent, your cleaning fee, your your vacant, you know, your vacant um, possession, possession when you get rid of well, a tenant, putting it, trying to find and, a new and one, try, yeah. and, and then combine with all your time, you're over ten thousand yeah. dollars. Like you're, it, 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 it's, it's there not, goes that increase. Do not yeah. and 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 on the reverse side is when you're looking for a tenant. Do your due diligence and do your research because, like again, like I just said, it's it's worth ten thousand dollars. Once that person's in there and they're not paying and they're giving you a hard time, <laughs> mm-hmm. it's it's a significant amount of money that's going to eat you up emotionally. It's going to eat you up emotionally, from my own experience, and it's going to it's going to cost <laughs> you a lot of time. Phil just had a bad sounds tenant. Like, sounds Phil's, like a story. Phil, yeah. Phil just <laughs> had a bad and, tenant. And, and, hey, listen, that might be a little <laughs> bit of a recency bias. Yeah. As as recent as sitting in a courtroom all day yesterday until <laughs> one o'clock in the afternoon. Right. But I'm sharing my experience. And if you're in a position right now, and I and I, I know there's people at home nodding their heads and, and looking at somebody and you know saying they're they're one hundred percent agree with me. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you right now, there's when you walk in, it's not three or four examples. Like like right now, I was talking to a paralegal and they said Hamilton has probably the most landlord tenant board issues in comparison to Toronto or any other suburban markets. They say it, it's, and we don't know what it is. We don't know, you know, whether it's the significant amount in, in terms of rents increasing or, or whatever, but there is a ton of problems in here when it comes to the landlord tenant board. Wow. It takes about three and a half months to get a court date. If you're going to, if you're going to try and evict or, or no, uh, a serve no, uh, a notice for a non-payment of rent, it, it, it's, it's ridiculous. So, wow. Landlords, take your time, do your due diligence. Find and, the right person and, and, and then hold and, on to them. Yeah. And this guy knows the Toronto landlord that only raises rent by $100 knows that it's not worth it to raise the rent. Just, well, this is, we'll this is, this is an extreme yeah. issue. This is yeah. an extreme yeah. issue, yeah. but. No, yeah. it's, they're all good points. When we come back, more good points from Phil and uh, Rob Golfie, sales representatives with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfie team. We're back with more here on the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. Homeward bound. This is the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin in studio today with Rob Golfie and Philip Golfie, sales representatives with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfie team. You can call them at 905-575-7700. That's 905-575-7700. RobGolfie.com is the website. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. At Rob Golfie on Twitter and Instagram. Like the Rob Golfie Facebook as well. And subscribe to the Hamilton Real Estate Show podcast wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Past episodes on robgolfie.com and 900chml.com. If you have a question for the Golfie team or a topic idea, send us an email, questions at robgolfie.com. Again, questions at robgolfie.com. Just a, one final thought on this Toronto landlord only raising rent by $100 since the 1980s. Uh, you mentioned just before the break that tenants take it personally. I've been in the situation as well. I used to rent when I was in college right. and working out west, is that whenever the rent goes up, you're thinking, all right, my rent has gone up. Why? You know, the the facility hasn't changed. Right. No improvements have been made. Why am I asked to pay more? Right. Right. 
you know it, what? So it, it is a personal. It, it, no, yeah. So it goes based off the consumer price index in terms of the cost of living. Yeah. So if if you know taxes are going up, maintenance fees are going up. You know, hydro bills. Hydros, yeah, they're all going up. So that's where they get the rent increase from. Yeah. Is 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 from that calculation? But you know, this you know, not raising the rent since the nineteen. I wouldn't recommend that. Usually, you're going to have a tenant. It's a bit long. Yeah, yeah. usually your your tenant's going to turn over every two to three to four or five years, right? Mm-hmm. And then that's when you put the rent up when when the new when the new tenant comes in. I wouldn't recommend keeping it the same rent since the nineteen eighties. <laughs> but I'm just saying. Well, he, you that's know, why they haven't you know, left. When that's somebody, right. when some, and being a good tenant, people. You know, they're like, you know what? I've done everything for this. You know, this, the landlord. I've I've paid on time. I've, mm-hmm. I've maintained. I've gone over and above. You know, I've gone out to get the get the furnace filters. I've done. You know, I've salted the driveway. I've sh- yeah. You know, I've maintained the gardens. I'm doing a good job, and he's going to turn around and raise the rent on me. Yeah, it's not worth it. It's not create. You know, maintain a good relationship. Take care of each other, and 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 you'll have a a, a good a good relationship. Rick, th- yes. This guy that's not charging that much rent. Yeah. Now, if I was a tenant. I would stay there because because you can't live for the amount of rent that he's charging uh, at any place, even owning a place. Yeah. So you're better off living there, renting for he's got one unit eight hundred dollars. That's which, and this is Toronto, and yeah. and then the other unit nine hundred. So that's what sixteen seventeen hundred dollars uh, a month that he's renting this house. Other landlords are getting forty five hundred dollars a month. Yeah, and so. If you're just one guy, I would stay there and just yeah. and just buy other properties. Oh, for and, sure. And, and yeah. you know, and uh, but uh, you cannot you cannot live even for the amount of rent uh, th- this guy's charging. Now, obviously, he's got lots of money. Yeah, the houses are paid for, and he's happy, and he and he probably he's doing a good thing, I guess, just trying to, uh, you know, he's getting a lot of recognition right now. That's yeah. sure. Yeah. You know? Yeah, like a nice and, article. And, this looks incredible. But, but, but I'll tell you, a lot of landlords do what this guy does, but not from 1980s. Right, though. not prices, but like once I set a, a, a rent, then I I keep it the same. So if that guy happens to stay there for 10 years, he'll end up paying the same amount of rent for yeah. 10 years. He's a blue collar type of guy. He's got his gardening gloves on, a nice toque, and <laughs> yeah. you know a little a, a, a black good. jacket that's a little worn. Yeah, yeah certainly a, a win win <laughs> in this situation. Uh, let's get to our next topic: uh, Canadian housing trends. In 2020, I thought there were some interesting nuggets of information in this report, which says at the start of 2020, prices in Vancouver are still on pause, but in Toronto, Montreal, and Ottawa, prices are on the way up. It also says that the new StatsCan survey says that most Canadian households are satisfied or very satisfied with the neighborhoods they live in, and 82% also satisfied with their dwelling. But Canadians do move a lot to improve their living conditions. About half have either moved within the last five years or intend to do so within the next five. So that's a lot of activity that's potentially I've, coming up. I've had people... Yeah. I, this is hilarious. I've had people plan their next move before even moving into the house that I had just sold them. Really? I've had so them, they're two steps ahead. I've had, yeah. them call, I've had them say, hey, we're going to live in here for two and a half years, and then we're going to call you to sell it. Wow. So they've already they've already planned their next move in terms of where they want to be. And there's nothing wrong with so that. So what's the strategy behind that? It's just... it's just Equity growth. It, it, it's, they step-by-step step to the next level of house. They, that's but can they, they do that in, in a couple of years? I guess well, depends it, on what the way, kind of going, right? the way it's been going in the last uh, uh, ten years. Yeah, uh, if you move well, yeah, every we just two, saw the numbers. Yeah. If you move every two three years, you build equity, then you get to the bigger house, and then and they get and they move up to their dream house that they want. Interesting. Well, two steps ahead. I didn't yeah. think of that. Yeah, they're but, two steps ahead but, of me. But I, I feel, <laughs> but I feel with the uh, the outlook for 2020 uh, uh, is going to be that I feel that people that ha- need to move will move. Okay, the people that want to move, they're going to be a little hesitant. 
Okay, there's a difference between wanting yeah. and needing. Yep. And uh, the ones that want to move, they're going to look look at things and say, okay, do we, you know, do we want a house with a pool or should we put one in? Because mm-hmm. if you sell your house, you can actually put the pool in yourself, and 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 you might. It, it, there's not too many changes, but when you once you move, you're, it costs money. Yeah. It costs money because once you move into the house, the new house, you're always going to fix the house up, change the paint, and you know. Yeah, there's always associated costs with that. Th- that's right. So, yeah. uh, we'll take another break. When we come back, a little more stats from this uh, Housing Trends 2020 uh, report, and we'll also get to one change you should make to your home in 2020. You're listening to the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. One more go-round here on the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin in studio with Rob Golfi and Philip Golfi, sales representatives with Remax's Scarman Realty, the Golfi team. You can find them online, robgolfi.com, on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and call them at 905-575-7700. That's 905-575-7700. We've been talking about the Canadian Housing Trends 2020 report. A lot of details coming at us from Statistics Canada, including this one. The survey says that about 5.1% of households, we're talking about 747,000 households, say they're living in dwellings that don't have enough bedrooms for the occupants. Renter households were three times as likely as owner households to report they're living in an unsuitable dwelling. Just over a million households, 7.1% say their dwelling uh, dwellings need major repairs. So 2020 might just be the year where a lot of people move or upgrade where See, they there you are go. They living. need to move. That's yeah. why. See, that's 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 where it is. Homes aren't big enough. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas a lot of the retirees are downsizing to yeah. smaller houses. Yeah. yeah. Interesting stuff. Okay, what is the one change you should make to your home in 2020? Well, according to uh this, I think this was out of realtytimes.com and I thought this was incredibly interesting. What is the one change you should make? Apparently, installing more plants. Uh, real plants or real trees inside the house. I would never have thought I, that. I would have thought know. paint, what what maybe a new do? kitchen. I don't know. I think it, it's ergonomical. Is that the right word? Well, it I don't know. It creates a better space to live in. It says I going mean, green with nice real indoor plants helps give personality and another layer to a space. Uh, for a while, it seemed like everyone was going faux. Yeah. Uh, in terms of fake plants, but these days it's all real all the time. It can always spot a faux plant in a design. It may be great initially, but the character of a plant comes from how it organically grows, and faux plants will always remain the same and eventually get dusty. Right. Uh, I guess maybe buyers like seeing real plants. I've seen them a lot more. I've seen them a lot more than 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 ever before. It's it's you know sometimes you're able to make them look good and dress them up, and whether it's on a windowsill or or whatever, it's. You know, you know some, re- sometimes they look good. You know what's really great when if somebody has a, a big big enough sunroom, and I've seen this, they have an orange tree in their uh, sunroom or a really? lemon tree, a lemon tree. Wow! It's just you know, it's not that high. Yeah. It's for, you know, like four or five feet tall. But it'll produce and the they, fruit. And they and produce and... some nice lemons. Wow. And uh, like if you have a like you know a sunroom that you can put in, it's and it's climate controlled. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Absolutely, you can put some uh, plants that uh, won't, wouldn't normally grow here in Canada that that grow in the south. Yeah, so there you go. Go to your local greenhouse and get a plant. <laughs> there you go. Uh, lastly, today uh, for five point seven five million dollars, Doctor Phil has his house for sale in uh, Beverly Hills. We talked about this. Yeah. 
yes. on the Bill Kelly Show earlier yeah. this week. Yeah. Uh, so Dr. Phil McGraw has his house for sale. Again, it's in Beverly Hills, over $5 million, 6,000 square feet, five bedrooms, six bathrooms, wonderfully landscaped, outdoor pool. Uh, but incredible. inside inside is kind of weird. Yeah, it's... Uh, you have a wall of guns. Uh, you have pop I, culture figures all over the what place. What does his son do? He, he, his son's a musician. Oh, right. Well, and his son is the one who's lived in the house. That's right. So his son is... A, uh, so does he actually make money at it, or is he... Well, I don't know. Or is he He's going to make money, I'm, I'm sure, by <laughs> selling this house. So, but uh, you know what it is? You know, they're very wealthy, obviously. And I, and I, and I looked it up. They're close to half a billion dollars, Dr. Phil, yeah. right? Uh, that's that half a billion dollars gets it's not you too shabby. It gets you <laughs> anything you want. Now he's decorated the house. What's that? What's that uh, show or what's that thing on TV? He's got like all these little animal figures. Oh, he's got Batman, Star Wars, like, uh, the Joker, yeah, all sorts of pop culture. Like all things. sorts of yeah. So I mean. When when you're that wealthy, you can do anything you want. You but can you can like you could whatever your mind comes to your mind, you can you can do it. Right. And in Hamilton, this house would be very weird, right? It would be very well, weird. exceptionally weird. Yeah, in like Beverly you, Hills, it's very weird. Yeah, it has like that that artsy, you know, that that hipster kind of feel. Right. Like, but if you're selling this house. The, the, the new owner is probably going to change a lot of stuff. The, the new but owner is going to rip it all out. He's going to change it, and he's going to rip it all out, and and it's nothing to him. It's, he'll probably it'll probably spend a half a million dollars just redoing everything. Mm-hmm. Over here, uh, you have a house like that. It's a tough sell. It's going <laughs> to be a tough sell. You basically uh, you have and, to find the right person. And, to buy. And right. The guy that the guy that has a house like that thinks everybody else wants a house like that, <laughs> and, the, 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 but, and he's all excited to show it off. Yeah. So so for this thing. It's gotten international exposure, yes. right? Yeah. So sometimes it's hard for those, you know, the mansions, those properties to get to get to the market, right? right. And, and you find every little niche, every little way how you can get mainstream, you know, news sites to pick it up. It's f- free advertising. It's free marketing. Mm-hmm. Like, we love it when that happens to our listeners. It's just like, you know, there's hundreds and thousands and millions of more people that know about this house now. Right. And we're sitting here talking about it. You're just that much closer to being exposed to a specific buyer that you want to buy it. They, they've just opened the eyeballs to millions of more potential buyers. I I bet you within two weeks, they will have an offer on this house. It'll be sold. And uh, and it, I, I'm, we got to keep track of it. So we know that it's five point seven five. I don't know what else is you know up for grabs yeah. in Beverly Hills, but there's you know the, we're in the tens of millions of dollars for houses there. Um, it'll be interesting to see if it gets above or below asking. Yeah, no, we'll we'll keep an eye on it. The for most sure. the most interesting thing about this place is the staircase. Oh, it's so yeah, incredible! It looks like it's, snakes are all over it. it or so like, what, what it's actually they did, vines. It's vines. Yeah, what it is. yeah, yeah. They, they they built it up like you're you know there's vines falling off the staircase. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, and climbing it's up awesome. to a jungle. Yeah, if everybody everybody at home Google Doctor Phil uh, uh, son or Doctor Phil house for sale. Yeah. and they'll be able to see the pictures online. It's incredible. Um, yeah. they, uh, but we've seen you know we've seen weird collections. Yeah, like like it, it's it's amazing to walk in. Like I'm always awed by the sports collection collections that some people have. Like right. you'll walk in and you'll see like Pele's boot that sign. But those like, things are easily removable. When you have right. a vine yeah. staircase, no, I know. But but it's it's not you know. I guess it's it, this one's a little bit out of the ordinary. But but people have big collections like yeah. this, and it's it, it's you know not normal, right? We'll we'll keep tabs on it, guys. Thanks for coming in. We are back next Saturday at nine. It's the Hamilton Real Estate Show on nine hundred CHML.